0: I'm with Jim, November six Tango Quebec Alpha twenty-five Tango Quebec from Botswana to Heard Island and now to VK six. How did you manage that?
1: So I, I grow, I live by Bob KK six EK, the organizer, and um, for probably two years before the Heard Island expedition, I was volunteering, working with Bob, helping him in his warehouse. Bob does many expeditions, he has a warehouse full of equipment and I was working with Bob sorting out what we had, what was good, what we should throw away, and I guess I was really good at it because it, he said, hey, do you want to go? And I asked my wife and, you know, we, we partnered and I, I ran logistics for uh, the expedition, figuring out, imagine a campsite on Hurt Island. What do we need? We need tents, we need bunks, we need food. And then figuring out what do we have in the warehouse that we could ship? Should we ship it? How much does it cost? Should we buy it? Or should we go get it donated? And so that's I turned that crank for two years with Bob and got us you know all the gear. So that's kind of my tie. The Botswana thing, interestingly enough, was very similar. I went to Botswana to help a friend who owned a game lodge. And on this game lodge in a remote part of Botswana he was a ham radio operator all his antennas had fallen down in a huge sandstorm so he put the word out does anyone want to come if you come to Botswana if you can make it to Botswana i'll pay for you while you're staying at my game lodge so i went out there for 10 days fixed all his antennas so like herd putting up antennas fixing them making sure they work and then operated and had a ball and i got a good rep you know, people really liked it. So that's another element that brought me to this.
0: Um, so what's your passion on air?
1: On... on, on
0: You're being on air in, in amateur radio. Um,
1: so, a uh, good question. I've been doing it since I was 11 years old. And I love it because I was doing it as a little kid. And it's something that I will do um, throughout my life. I actually bought the house I grew up in. And so I'm operating the same station that I did as a kid. New technology, but pretty much the same antennas. So it's, for me, it's, I love it because it's something that I'll do throughout my life. In terms of specifics on this team, you know, classic, we were pretty much all CW operators. But when I joined the team, I told Bob, you know, I'm easy. I can do, you know, if you want voice, I'll do SSB. So I was, I was known as the cowboy. And that I get on and, and just do SSB whenever the team needed it. So, CW, but you know, do a, I did on this trip? I did a lot. You know, it's probably sixty percent voice, forty uh, percent CW.
0: So the logistical expertise, or the you know the range of stuff that you have to worry about. I mean, from toilet rolls to to broccoli, and you know everything in between. Right. How do you even start to make the first lists? so great question (laughs)
1: so how i did it so um couple things bob's written a lot of books about his different trips read a lot of those tried to get a sense of i'm also a camper outdoorsman so i've done a lot of mountaineering a lot of climbing so a lot of camping so i had my own visions and then i'm good friends with uh, paul who was one of the leaders on the vp8 group and I talked to Paul when I got asked. I said, Paul, you're going to South Georgia South Sandwich two months in front of us. What are you doing? And he gave me some ideas. And then to your point about, you know, so I got a list. And then it's, okay, 14 guys on an island. How often are they going to poop? How much toilet paper? How much are they going to drink? Trying to make some assumptions and trying to just... And thankfully, I'm, I'm a pretty good estimator on that stuff. And then, you know okay that's going to be a big number should we go try and get that donated like we got our drones donated we got we all slept on bunk beds because those numbers were big and rather than try and buy it or ship it let's see if we can get somebody in Africa to donate it so that was kind of the thinking behind that
0: so you've got your list you the first version of the list how do you measure how accurate it is how do you even validate such a thing
1: So I would develop the list, and then we'd bounce it off Bob. I'd bounce it off Bob because Bob, I developed the list. He had the budget. Oh, I don't want to spend, you know, six hundred Aussie for toilet paper. No, we got to figure out another way. Okay, you know, so it was a lot of back and forth. And then some of the teams. So a lot of. So another one was, I developed the list of the clothing. We didn't have to provide clothing, but we asked each team member. This is the minimum we think you need. And so validating that with some of the members like Alan, who just walked by here, he'd just been to Antarctica a couple of times. Does this list seem right? You know, and so you go to different team members just to get a fresh perspective. Hey, did I miss something? Um, and it, it was, thankfully, it was a, this team is very collaborative. So people were willing to help and add input. And it's the classic one plus one is three. You know, you get someone else's input, and you're that much further along.
0: All right, so you've now got the benefit of hindsight. Did you bring enough toilet paper?
1: Absolutely, probably too much. Um, what we didn't bring enough of is, um, like, sweets, Coke, that type of stuff. Kind of like not, unhealthy snacks, because we had a lot of nuts and good snacks, but by the end everyone was like, man, I could really use a Coke or some M&Ms or chocolate. That's where um, we missed. But plenty of toilet paper. And <laughs> Which it- means maybe we didn't go to the bathroom enough, but that's another... <laughs>
0: Whole another story. (laughs) So any other dirt? You know, any, oh my God, I wish we'd remembered that.
1: We probably should have had more backup for the heaters. And I don't know who you've talked to, but uh, we had a couple of heaters. We had the Varsity, the big heater that worked sporadically at best. And then we had a little guy that was the backup worst case. Second week, both those things went kaput. And we probably should have had some backup because that last week, um it got really really cold and the weather started to turn and it started to get a little bit mean a lot of winds a lot of freezing rain tents developed holes and were leaking clothes got wet and it started to get and if we had had a heater to help dry the stuff would have made us probably ha- more happy campers because that last week was tough
0: it was hard week.
1: Right? hard just you get you just never warm and you're always you're never warm and you're always putting on cold clothes you know damp cold clothes and it just recipe for um, trouble
0: what's your fondest memory
1: oh good question um fondest memory would be probably a couple kind of two one a and one b so the penguins king penguins there um, were very very cute and very curious almost curious to a fault we'd step out of the tent and the penguins could see us from the you know Um, half a mile away and they come in little packs of five to ten coming walking over with their flippers out and just get to about a couple meters and just stare and yawn and watch just to see what we were doing and so I love that element the other element that was very interesting to me is Gavin and I and Fred um, myself radio guy and then the two scientists on the trip one day in freezing rain we went and hiked a mountain and we went to the backside and we went exploring underneath a glacier. So a glacier had been receding and there was a gap probably two meters high that allowed us to climb under and you know take samples because that glacier's receding so we've got kind of virgin soil so take samples of the soil and the water to see what's there maybe there's some new species or some new and that was very considering the conditions very extreme weather and we're out there you know exploring an area of the island that's probably never been seen before.
0: I'm with Jim, November 6, Tango Quebec, Alpha 25, Tango Quebec. Thank you so very much for your time. Absolutely. Pleasure.